What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Deja Vu Podcast. This is year three of this here podcast, and I'm here with Travis Mejia. Travis, how you doing? I'm doing great, Trey. I didn't. I guess it sounds like we've been doing this a lot longer when you call it year three. Yeah, year three of. Uh, I, I, we could probably find the actual date easy. Probably would be an easy find. But this is year three or season three. Season three. Because our big show we're talking about is Breaking Bad. And we are talking about season one of Breaking Bad episodes three, four, and five. You're goddamn right, Trey. Yeah, he says that at some point in the show. You're goddamn right. (laughs) He He does. does, He He does. That's fun. A little future cast there. There is a little future cast. So episode three. Travis, we're, uh, you know, I mean, you know, first of all, we've, uh, I think people say that the first season of Breaking Bad is slow. Mm-hmm. And I would maybe agree, like, the first three episodes are very high stakes, mm-hmm. fast paced, and then the next two episodes are a big exhale. They're a breather. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you kind of needed that. Yeah, I feel like it's uh I mean really by the time you get to the 5th episode we're kind of back to square square 1 with Walt. Right. You know, like we're going back we're deciding we're going to treatment, we're starting the cooking process back up. So you kind of get almost a full spectrum in these first few episodes. But we really needed four and five to kind of set the table for the end of this season and just the whole story to take place. I feel like these are these three episodes in particular are very important to the future of the show. And I think when I started watching it and I've always described the first season as kind of boring and I don't know if it's because we're watching it for the podcast or what. I think we know where things go. You maybe know? so maybe so and we it know just... why things are important and we are we're, we know how characters end up and it's kind of fun to see them at the very beginning it's it's very interesting this time i think watching it with a more critical eye watching the maturation of walt mm-hmm. in particular watching him kind of first of all like forming opinions on like what he was like prior to the beginning of the show i don't think i ever really took any time to be like you know, I think he was probably a shithead before this show started. Mm-hmm. And then you're starting to see the tentacles start to widen and you see him go from, I guess, the the Walt that he's been putting on for all these years and turn into the guy that we're going to get in the next three episodes at the end of the season. Yeah. And so the, we kind of end, or we start season three, it's sort of right at the end of um, the second one where they have Crazy Eight in captivity and pretty much Walt now uh, needs to figure out a, a way to deal with this. Yeah, Jesse's already, I mean, <laughs> not effectively, but he has taken care of his end of the coin flip. Yeah, he has. And that is one of my favorite lo- favorite moments in this uh, this episode <laughs> is when he 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 reminds Walt that the coin flip is sacred, it is sacred. and you shall not go against it. Uh, yeah, Walt is clearly struggling with this uh, this decision he's got to make. It's 
his his pro con list is awesome that he puts together uh i'm not sure judo christian uh values yeah (laughs) yeah i know values is good it is immoral to kill him yeah Uh, i'm not sure which i enjoyed more the pro con list or jesse's uh my face or whatever they the fake facebook they had those there's some really good easter eggs of just hilarious information in Mm -hmm. there um but he's clearly struggling with uh, with it all you know i mean he he doesn't want to kill this guy even though he kind of already killed him once yeah and again we talked about that that was like heat of the moment kind of thing right yeah that's survival yes that was the murder this is a full-on murder murder. yeah right which i mean of course by the end he's kind of talked his way back into like and you could say survival yeah exactly you could say that was survival at that point you know sure could justify it that way yeah yeah i mean it makes it a lot easier to justify it right it's it's interesting that i mean let's just go ahead and talk about that scene right here i guess yeah sure um first of all that's one of the more violent scenes in this show like overall just like i can't imagine one of the i can imagine one of the worst ways of going would be to be garroted to death Mm -hmm. and that's also one of the scariest murder uh murder words out there garrote garrot that one's always always struck me as very frightening but the the it's just that whole process of him making the pro con list going downstairs giving him the sandwich he's you know and i don't know if i don't know if crazy eight is just a genius i mean he's a awesome at like uh you know getting someone on their side and manipulating him or if walt's just a simp and he's just like you know he's just trying to figure out a way not to kill this guy because he's he's cutting his it's like the most stupidest like character trait Right, that he doesn't like crust on his bread, and Walt took that as like, well, I'm gonna nurture, I'm gonna take the crust off, and he's gonna be my son, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna learn about this guy and figure out, you know, we're gonna have common ground, and you know, Walt's finding, and and he's just playing into it, like, oh yeah, we could have met each other, you know, we I could have rung you up at the uh, at the place I worked at, and yeah, I was, you know, did this, this, and this, and I'm I'm an all right guy, trust me, it's gonna be okay, it's gonna. I definitely. I definitely think that the call with Skyler prior fed into this a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that if <clears throat> that call had gone the way that it had, that he wouldn't have gone about the rest of the night the same way. Yeah. Cause it was almost like the guilt of what just happened with Skyler was feeding into his sure. Not wanting to kill the guy, at least not right then. Um, what does Skyler think he's doing? I think she thinks she's at this point. She thinks he's cheating. Why right? though? Because that's what guys do. I don't think she has a whole lot of evidence, uh, one way or the other. But she knows that he's out late. Yeah, he's lying about things, which I think we've already discussed. That I don't know that that's necessarily a new thing. I think this is just the first time he's uh, lying about big stuff. He's also not a very good liar either no there are way more convenient lies he could be telling like he needs to be using that school all the time yeah for things that have uh have slowed him down mm-hmm. <clears throat> i i assume she thinks that he is cheating i don't know that she has a whole lot of evidence but i think that's probably the first thing that all women think when their man is uh 
acting weird and out late, right? Well, is your wife watching it with you? Yeah. What does she think about all of it? I'd be interested to know what she thinks. So we have we've had extensive conversations on the timeline of Walt telling them that he has cancer and yeah. like the rights that he has uh, to keeping that information to himself at a mm-hmm. certain extent. As far as the Skyler kind of digging in his life, I think she probably thinks he's over she's overstepping a little mm-hmm. bit. But my wife's also got a little jealous streak in her too. So mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if I were to stay out late, she would assume I was cheating if I wasn't uh, if I was acting weird and yeah, stuff. Yeah, if if you weren't like telling her where you were and all that stuff, or if you found out that I quit my second job two weeks ago, right? And. <clears throat> And, you know, he does, we do mention, I mean, we're kind of getting ahead of it, but, um, with the, 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 the killing, but, you know, we do have the, the smoke pat here. We had the whole, <laughs> which I think is kind of a funny, uh, the whole funny scenario where she thinks Walter Jr.'s doing pat. This she reminds me of like my aunt or someone, you know, where they're very concerned about pat. It's oh. just a weird. I don't know if it's the time period it was made because this is only a couple of years before it was legal in Colorado. Um, I don't know if it's just the point in time, but they really or if it's just kind of like uh, a commentary on what people were thinking about pot at the time mm-hmm. that like this is the same. It's the same kind of drug as it's in the same category as meth. You know, like we should I mean, be they- just as Hank, Hank isn't as concerned. Hank is not concerned. Yeah, I think but, I think it's the mother concerned, not you know. Hank I think just maybe kind of laughs right. it off. Yeah. 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 No, I think you're right. And Hank is uh, showing up big in this one. As- uh, okay, this is. I'm gonna bring up Dragon Ball Z here. Okay. <sighs> I knew we weren't gonna get through an entire season without you trying to get me to watch another stupid cartoon. I think. I think <clears throat> Goku. Oh my god! Is a lot like Walter White. Okay. Uh, not I feel like dads. you've told me this not before. And now you're bringing it I've to never the air. Me- I've never mentioned this before. This is a new thought I've had. But Hank is like Piccolo. Great dad. Cares for the kid. He cares for his... It's not his son who's related to him, but he might be a better dad. I think Hank is a better dad. I think he's best dad in show. Best dad in show? Yeah. Best dad, dad in show. Okay, I uh, I think I think you're correct. I don't think Walt is a bad dad. I think he's just not yet. No, he becomes a bad dad. Yeah, but I think Hank is best dad. Okay, yeah, I totally agree. Now, here is one thing that I do have a massive opinion on. Okay, Hank and Marie are far too involved in the white yes. life. They have way too much say in what's going well, on. Dude, trust me, I have mm. a my mom's side of the family is a lot like that, and thank God I do not. I'd never, they live in Ohio. Thank God. Okay, they are perfect. very involved in everyone's shit. Like my cousin hates it because like they're very involved in his shit and he doesn't want that. And he, you know, he lives up there still. So there are yeah. families like this. It, 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 it comes more full circle when we get to the uh, intervention yes. in the third episode yes. where I get real pissed. Like they do not deserve a word in this conversation. Right. And that's the moment. I'll just save it. I'll just save it when yeah. we get there. I'll just save it because that's what. Yeah, I'll save it. Um, uh, there but, are families like that, though. Absolutely, absolutely, there are. I would not 
that would not happen in my house. <laughs> that would not happen. I don't want. I love my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law yeah. and my my parents-in-law. But you don't but they want can, them determining whether you get treatment or not. No, and they can't. They also get absolutely zero say when my sixteen-year-old ends up with weed. None. Right. You right. get no say. You do not get to tell me your opinion again. That was my mom's side of the family right there. I, 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 I very much relate to this. This, this, is, this is this is. I very never close had to, to deal home. with this. I never had to deal with this like every day, but family vacations. It was yes. a thing. My yeah. cousin brought weed to a family vacation. There was a powwow. Oh no, a full on. Oh, geez. so there was a a ceremonial throwing the marijuana into the ocean. <laughs> In the uh, ocean? Yes. Oh my god! Into the ocean. So I had to flush some weed when I was a kid. It was, it was a bad day, my man. This is um. Look, I I, I yeah, I understand. What, yes, they're the worst, but it's very. I can relate to it. Yeah. Um. So funny. Uh, I I did think it was hilarious, Skyler, like bringing it up, like. Like this is the most the obvious, worst. my friend. Yeah. I have a friend that this is happening to. Don't it's not me. Uh, I'm writing a short story, and there's this stoner character. He used to smoke pot, right? It's made more the serious. <laughs> Marie's the worst. Marie is the worst. Again, re- kind of feel like she redeemed herself in the in, in the intervention, but she shouldn't have been there. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Oh, that was great. That was so great by the time we get to the end of that. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. I want to make sure I hit all my shit in this. uh, Yeah, I'm looking here. Uh, I liked Hail Hitler, bitch. That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, there's some good good memes. Taking Walt Jr. to the the crack den. The hotel. And... uh, (laughs) I thought he played it cool. I, I like that actor, um, the the Walt Jr. actor. I think he plays it really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, because I think he does have cerebral palsy, but it's not as extreme as as he's portraying in the show. I think you're right. Yeah, he has sure. it, just not like to that extreme. Uh, what did you? What? How'd you? How'd you? Did you like the 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 little flashback at the beginning? Uh. Yeah, I think it was just trying to tie things together, and also was sort of a mystery of who was this woman who we learned is Gretchen. Yeah, you know, and then hey, uh, Walt's looking like uh, he's looking like um, uh, I, I wrote it down Chuck Norris. <laughs> he's kind of Chuck Norris, yeah. yeah. And they had I don't maybe it's the lighting and just the it's way it's a they weird dream like lighting. And yeah, and it was kind of bit corny. It was very it's a it bit was hamming the message. Yeah, about yeah. what's in a human body, the soul. But I like was... the uh, I like the, the the sprinkle of like previous life stuff for Walt it's, too. to show you. Yeah, you're wondering who this woman is and what what's their relationship. What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, I think it it was fine. Um, yeah, I think know. it was. Fine. It was just it was just kind of kind of cheesy. Sure, kind of cheesy. Sure, but fine. Yeah, it, it is fine. Why why are they doing a lot of this in broad daylight too? Like what they're do you like mean? moving the bodies and yeah, they are. They're, you know. I think it's because they're not very good at crime. Yeah, not good at crime. Not good at crime yet. I mean, like, uh, I still think one of the funniest, funniest scenes from the first couple episodes is Walt finding Crazy Eight staggering down the street, and he yeah puts it in his car <laughs> in the middle of the street. It's hilarious. It's great stuff. Yeah, Walt's not there yet. Um, 
No, but at the end of this episode, I feel like you're he's committed now his first unforgivable sin. Yes. Like you, there's no, if some dude's cooking meth, whatever, and it's a TV show about him, whatever, but he murders somebody, kills him in a very violent manner, whether it be self-defense or not. This is like, yeah, this is really rocks him. And I like that it's ambiguous enough uh, to where like, you know, he still has sort of a decision to make on the way downstairs when he, you know, finds the shard missing because there's still the part where I just spent the last 20 minutes drinking beers with the homie and like chatting about how he might've sold me my crib. So I I mean, there's still a slight chance that maybe crazy eight doesn't murder him as soon as he lets him go. That, you know, no other choice, but to kill him. That that was the whole point. The whole time is like, you have to kill this guy, unfortunately. Like you kind of got yourself in the situation and you got to finish the job. Right. And yeah, what you're right. What would you do? Oh, he'd been dead. Yeah. He, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have got to get Jesse's house. I, we already killed one of them. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Leave a witness? Now you got real problems. Yeah, I don't. I don't. He's a, and, you know, and we get. I his, probably wouldn't be cooking meth either. But I probably would not be cooking meth. I'd either. probably uh, figure out another way to get that money. Probably. Like the stocks, like get the stocks, GameStop yeah. stocks, you or know? AMC, maybe get some all Doge. That Doge coin. Get all the Doge. All the that's my meme what, currency. That's what he should have done. Memes. Although in the next uh, next couple episodes, he hit his own version of the lottery. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get there in the third. But here in uh, uh let's see here was this episode four, Cancer Man. We start I like the off title, Cancer Man. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. But this is where we start getting the uh, <clears throat> the significance of Crazy Eight. He is uh, he's apparently Hank and Gomi's snitch. Yeah, not a great not a great murder target, <laughs> honestly. And I, I think this is this is really interesting because I don't know that I made the connection. That so wait, they... was he an informant or was he a snitch? I think it's the same thing. But like he was giving them information. Yeah. So he definitely had to kill him. You definitely had to kill him. He absolutely yes. had to kill him. But think about this. So, like, I hadn't really put this together, but Hank and the DEA are literally on Walt's ass mm-hmm. from the first yeah. illegal move he made. Mm-hmm. The first one. It's because they left that mask. They left the mask and they left the car there. Like, it's just... It, 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 this thing was dead on arrival like he was never gonna like get to the top of where he wanted to be it's just so fascinating that they were really on his on him from like minute one not him specifically obviously but like they were on his trail right that is interesting i haven't i I did not think of it that way but that's right kind of makes hank look a little bad the whole thing makes hank bad well i mean as we've learned in you know the sopranos uh it takes a long time for that stuff to get going. To, to get going, a and to like, like, get everything and together. You're not expecting your very nerd, and you know, for for as much as I love Hank, he does kind of emasculate Walt a lot. All the time. All well, the time. okay, perfect. Perfect example of this is when they uh, when they were when uh, Marie told Hank that Walt was on on the weed. Yeah, and, and he, he was had like, a, Walt, what? <laughs> Walt, oh, yeah, okay. You know, like he's done some things to kind of 
put him down. Yeah. Uh, and he's not, I don't think he's ever he's, uh, vindictive, but he's, no. you know, he has an he's opinion the, about he's him. He's big brother. He's like a yeah. big brother to him. And I, and do you think Walt likes Hank? Yeah. I think why I think Walt I think Walt likes Hank, um, but finds him hard to be around. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Because it's all it's just another example of like, uh, you know, before you even get to Hank in particular, but it's just another example of uh, a guy that's successful and kind of showing Walt up at all at every mm-hmm. turn because he is successful and he's doing the thing he wants to do and. He's a bit of a douche. Like, and he's a, a bit fun of a douche. douche. You know, yeah, like no, a fun he's, douche, though. He's a bro. Like, <laughs> he's Hank a is total a bro. bro. He's a Hank total is a bro. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, okay, so Hank. So the, I'm reading uh, my my summaries from the AV Club, just like I have for okay. the... Just I like to I start doing have that. Not done that yet. Go ahead. Maybe not for Sopranos. You might want... Or maybe not for uh, Breaking Bad. You might want to find a different source. Because the first four... Uh, summaries that I read from this one particular writer. She was convinced that Hank's name was Ray for the first four episodes and the first uh-huh. four summaries. Every single time Hank is mentioned, it was Ray. It took me three episodes to figure <laughs> out she was talking about Hank. But in the fifth summary, she just switches over to Hank like nothing happened. <laughs> never Oops. mentions Hank, not Ray. <laughs> yeah, never is like, ah, oh, I've been calling this guy Ray for th- four weeks. Ray. Yeah. Also, apparently, episode four aired during uh, the nine eleven Emmys. Oh yeah, and she was very put out that AMC would be counter programming the Emmys. Oh no, who? Oh, so I'm gonna have to find some new oh. summaries to read. Oh my, clutching my pearls. <laughs> How dare Not American classic movie? How would you don't? Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Go to Seppenwall. I'm sure Seppenwall's good. I'm, I'm sure he does. I, might I didn't have to... get the book because I heard the book's just his summaries. Okay. But I I, I, I'll, read if you read Seppi, I'll read somebody else. I'll find right. someone else. I might not see if... Uh... Did she not like uh, Hank? No, it wasn't even that. It was just she simply she called him Ray for the first four so, yeah, I was so confused the first few. I was like, "Who is Ray?" Trying to figure this out, and then finally she mentioned like a specific scene. I'm like, "She definitely means Hank. <laughs> this is Hank." Sorry, I just had to get that That's off my funny. chest. Okay, <laughs> okay. So uh, let's start uh, with episode four. Uh, yeah. Once we get past the DEA meeting about the new meth and the new uh, the new big oh, man in town. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I was just going to get to the family dinner. Because, yeah, mm. I was going to say, before that, we do have Walt going down to tell Skylar something. Yes, yes. Now, I think, it, for us, we know what he tells her. Right. But I'm wondering if they're trying to imply that he was going to tell her about the meth. Maybe. Or the murder. Or the murder. I don't There's know, I a lot of things up, up he could confess to already. Right. But, it, I mean, obviously, he confesses to the cancer. Yes. And uh, we get to that at the uh, the little barbecue they're having. Uh, does the Pope shit in his hat? Great line. Um, <laughs> so this is another one where like, I'm starting to get kind of who Skyler is. Mm-hmm. This is incredibly unfair, and I get that it's an emotional time. Go ahead. But just for her to just start bawling in the middle of this little, this little lunch that we're all having, and then to say like to just say so hatefully to him like when they ask her what's wrong you tell him 
like he's cheating on her or something. Yeah, that's what they're trying to. I just I, I'm I'm real upset with the way that she's handled the news and like I get you know and I get why she's upset because she's he's taken some time to tell her. And my wife is on uh, on Skyler's side, but here's the deal, man. If if I find out that I'm dying and I need a month to reckon with my own mortality, fuck you if you don't get that. Like, there's nothing to be upset with here. He has cancer. He's gonna die. I'm gonna die. You're not gonna die. You don't have any. Uh, <clears throat> I get why you're upset, but you don't get to be mad at me because I didn't say anything. I'm telling you now. <clears throat> I, I think I think Skyler is kind of an adversary for Walt in a way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I think that's what makes her annoying. Yeah, I agree. She has mm-hmm. normal human reactions to things. Mm-hmm. But they're a little more maybe um extreme. Yeah. And they're they're inflated because of the extreme extremity of the situation. And I'm I'm also here. Uh, also, wife of my my wife is currently pregnant, so I get that that makes it a little yeah. more emotional, you know, and um, scary. If your husband tells you that he's going to die in eighteen months and, and you you're don't pregnant, have any money because your husband's yeah. a fucking loser who yeah. won't take any opportunities because he lost some girl like fifty years ago. So I did see a little. Well, we'll I'll talk about that in the third episode. But yeah. I did read a little like breakdown of like what exactly happened okay um because i forgot but yeah. even 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 if he just didn't join the company never mind let's we'll do it when we go there yeah because we'll that's the that's the point where i'm like yeah fuck walt yeah no that's where that's where the whole thing just like yeah. you kind of throw if if you're no, uh, that's not saying i don't i love the character character is yeah. great brian cranston awesome the sympathies are gone right i this isn't because at, at first i'm like you know what this is a this is a, a take on the um 2008 uh recession and about america and and people trying to uh you know and and i guess is a bit about you know the healthcare industry how much they fuck you but also it's walt is not a victim of that walt is a victim of his own not um, any more than anybody else is you know like he just he caught a bad deck of cards bad deck of cards he's also a victim of his own hubris so like everything that happens to Walt that's negative, other than the cancer, I mean he brings it upon himself. Right. And I I think uh, we'll get to it in the next one, but like he brought not being part of that company upon himself. Hundred percent. So, uh, but as we get back into episode yeah. four here, uh, so the family meal, they he finally reveals to everybody that he has cancer, and it goes about you know the way that you would think it would. Walt Junior's kind of caught off guard. Hank Hank is great. He's the best cuz you know like he says exactly what you would expect that guy to say, right. you know. Hey, don't I got your family. Don't worry about that it's part. Very nice, and, and that's Which again like, is another out because he's very successful and you're going to give him a promotion in a couple of years due to yeah. your drug activity. Well, that that was a part 2 where Walt I didn't get Walt's reaction to that cuz Walt seemed like he was like fuck you, man. I'm like dude, it's all the pride. Yeah. It's it's pride. It's, it's all like, pride. He's, he's a this like all things are all things considered, Walt's family's in an okay situation. Yeah, no, they've like, got uh, you know, they've it's... got a support system. They have rich friends that are yes. going to offer them things. Yes, uh, you know, like he's he's white, so that definitely helps. Um, he he's not in an 
I mean, he's in a bad situation. A bad situation, but it could be a lot worse. Could be a lot worse. But he doesn't want it. It's like he's treating it as. It's like when you say, I'm feeling bad today on Facebook or something, when like back when you're in high school, and like the person that you didn't want to respond responds. It's like, why are they responding? fuck you he's treating it as if it like it's 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 another inconvenience on top of the hundred inconveniences yeah. of my life and this is the one that i'm just really pissed off about because i didn't deserve this why me why me why me it's a very selfish way to go yeah. about <clears throat> about his life and i i get the drift that's pretty much always how it's gone sure. if he's not going to get all the credit he doesn't want to be involved right uh yeah it's the sympathies that you had built in the first three episodes for Walt, by the time he murders somebody, some of that Even starting that. to slip away. Even by the time that, you get to these things that are happening in the next two episodes, mm-hmm. you just lose. I mean, you just lose it all. Yeah. There's you. Sh- you can't be sympathetic to the guy at that point. Right. He's you know he's made some bad decisions. And, and now maybe to other people that they, they might be on his side. I mean, there's probably people like that. I know there's people like that in the world who are like, Hey, I don't need anyone's help and fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. And I, it's, I'm my own man. I'll do my own thing. Yeah. And yeah, there are people like that in, Hey, you know, Godspeed. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you can. yeah. Um, so yeah, we're anyway, uh, I have more on that in the next episode. So I let's yeah, so uh, Jesse, we check in with Jesse, who caves Jesse's... to peer pressure <laughs> within five seconds yeah, after so... his friends are like, ah, we don't want to hang out if you're not going to let us smoke your meth. And uh, that that's got that lip piercing has got to be hard to function in everyday yeah. life with. Yeah, probably not the best. Uh, he probably would is regretting that by now. Yeah, I well, think. he I don't think he's alive anymore. But uh, you did get if skinny Pete. You get the beginning of Skinny Pete. You, you get. I love that we get Skinny Pete and Badger in yeah. these episodes. I. It's funny how they kind of turn into just stoners because yeah. they're a bit intimidating at first, or at least Skinny Pete is. But so is Badger. I yeah. mean, less so, but still, he's like he both. He's got his it's bow. It's so funny because he, he was in the Final Fantasy VII remake. Now that's all I can think of. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a cartoon character. He, dude, yeah, he totally is. Yeah. Um, he's. he's, he's though i enjoy his character yeah yeah i mean he's a bit intimidating like he is a little intimidating uh just like a little scary. Off of, yeah, the one episode where he like just fucking flips out and attacks jesse like you just think he means more business than he does later yeah. in the episode like, yeah. series i i do think they do take those characters i i think they want them to be potheads not meth heads yeah i think so you know, I, like, I i think I think very much we kind of talked about this off air, yeah. but um, very much like Walt Jr. cursing a lot. I think that the pothead and the sling that Jesse and his friends use is a little forced yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it's a little it's a little over the top. And maybe that's the way it was supposed to be. And maybe that's like hyper Albuquerque specific. I don't know. Mm hmm. I, 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 but it does feel forced sometimes, yeah. and it does get a little annoying. Which they, they drop a lot of that with Jesse in upcoming seasons, mm-hmm. where he's you know still he still has the same vernacular, I guess, the way he talks, but, but, but it's not just, as yeah. I don't know. I've never met someone who's had taken meth, so I don't yeah. know how meth people are. But I guess it just seems like. It seems like they're writing like potheads 
rather than people taking crystal meth. Is meth? Is it just like like super weed or something? I, I think know. it's a downer, and I think it. I know it. It's not great. It's horrible, but yeah, it's not good for you. I mean, I guess weed is a downer too. I'll do some research this this week. Do some research on meth for me, yeah, and I'll let that. everybody know how it felt. I mean, how it oh, might feel. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe I'm wrong. It just it just feels like a, you know a heroin addict and uh, portrayed a hair a some portraying a heroin addict is different than some portraying a guy on weed. Sure. Yeah. Classically no, definitely. On screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I did enjoy though him hallucinating the bikers that actually that were Bible. Yeah. <laughs> that he was good. Extreme paranoia. This show does a really good job, like dropping in those little hilarious moments yeah. like that. They has like a fucking grenade in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> a machete. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and then uh, we get to meet his family. Yes. Who... I don't know. Are you supposed to hate his parents or sympathize with his parents? And I, I, I don't think there's one way. I think there's, you could see it many ways. Yeah. You know? I think it just, uh, it probably yeah, depends. On, yeah. It depends on who you are. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, there's some ways that you sympathize with them because like all the year, like clearly Jesse was not a, a, a you know, the best kid, but it's also their, some of this is clearly their fault. Cause the second one's falling into it as well. And I think that they're also <clears throat> the show in general is trying to show that Jesse isn't that far from just like a normal kid. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of, they try to like cross pollinate some of the way Walt jr is starting to talk and some of the things he's starting to get into sure. with Jesse. They did the same thing with Jesse's little brother. Yeah. I think they're really trying to make it, like Jesse could have been any of these yeah. kids. It mm-hmm. could have been any of them. And this is a, this is an issue because of the drug problem in this country. You know, like I, yeah. that's kind of the, the, the through line that I'm catching anyway. I, I, and I don't believe they, I like that. They don't really give Jesse, like this was the moment, you yeah. know, like you're expecting her to be like, Oh, that one day uh, uh, after school when he did this and he was, he lost a girlfriend and that's why they don't really give him a reason or at least I don't think they do. I don't believe not they do. really. They don't not give really. a reason why he fell into this. It just <laughs> happened. Right. Like he's just a dropout that was probably a pothead in school and just didn't really give a shit. And then his parents were probably overbearing. Yeah. Like they are Very with, overbearing. The, with the young one. And, and it I just, like the whole, whole perspective <clears throat> of he's like, man, they, they're, they you know, you're their favorite. He's like, no, you're their favorite. They always talk right. about you. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, that was a good exchange. Yeah, that that whole thing was. I I, I think you needed that though. You needed like, where did Jesse come from? And Why? it's not and that, not hitting you over the head either. No, 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 no. You know, it's just he's back for a little bit. You know, it's an unfortunate situation with the with the marrow. But it's like, man, what are you gonna say? Well, and when you have lost every single like chance ever. Yeah, and you think like so think about Jesse's character overall up until this point. There like he's not someone that you uh he's he's kind of a rich kid. Yeah, and he's kind of, like it just this whole this whole uh situation humanizes Jesse yeah. for the viewer. Like it gives it there's gives him more layers than just a meth head that right. 
is helping Walt cook meth or just a kid that he used to teach that he's recruited. It just gives him more layers and it gives him sort of a, you know, it's an origin story, you know, like sure. it's yeah. where, where he came from, how he got to where he is. And very well done. Like, you know, again, not wrapping you over the head with it. It's no, like, kind no. of, Hey, he's just, he's paranoid. He goes back to his parents and there's issues there. Bad, yeah. horrible. There's probably been many conversations at that dinner table. Like they've yeah. said, you know, yeah. And, and we do get, they, they do come back later in the series. Yeah. Fun, mm-hmm. <laughs> poor Jesse. It, yeah. Of course, by the time you get to the you get to the end of everything, Jesse is the most sympathetic character in yep. a lot. Like he's got to be one of the. <laughs> he's top the only ones. sympathetic like, character, maybe. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, I'd say Hank sympathetic. Hank but, very sympathetic, but and then he's... by the end, Marie is pretty sympathetic too. Yeah. Uh, but Jesse, after uh, he so while he's at the house, though, he does make a couple of connections because was it Skinny Pete that called him or the no, fat guy that the called fat him? Fat guy, yeah. Yeah, the fat guy calls him, tells him they got some buyers for uh, for the meth. So he goes to see see Walt afterwards. Yeah. To to do uh, what do you call it a st- uh, status check? <laughs> no, it was a uh, uh, um, debrief. A debrief <laughs> to debrief, like and Walt uh, is so like put Bauer. out. <laughs> yeah, they're Jack. Yeah, and Walt is so put out yeah. by the whole thing, and um, so he gives Walt his half of the money in a really hilarious way. But I loved Walt just very nonchalantly just grabbing that pull pull uh, pull scoop and getting all those cash monies out of there. Got to, got to dry it off. This is, uh, I think that's kind of the taste too for Walt. That's the first taste because I think he he had kind of made the decision to not do this anymore, mm-hmm. especially since he's not going to do uh, do treatment at this point. But like, this is the taste that he needed to like. Hey, you can make four grand pretty quick. Yeah, pretty, pretty easy if you wanted to do this. You do get a. Uh bluetooth guy oh yeah and i definitely thought that that was uh not oh man what's that guy from ah fuck he's just a fat guy from show a show i saw a long time ago i thought it was him not him not him but yeah he credit union douche is what i have written down and this is another uh this is just another like little flag for walt of successful guy doing whatever the fuck he wants Mm -hmm. like setting the example for what success looks like to Walt mm-hmm. and a douchebag taking his spot at the credit union talking about banging fat girls in the, <laughs> in the, in the line Dude, guys so loud too I've never encountered anybody like this no I've never either like I've definitely I've run into some people that are like walking through the store the on their bluetooth for work okay because but... he talks a lot on the phone yeah, and that's annoying. The only thing more annoying than Bluetooth guy is guy that's talking on a speakerphone. Yeah. That really just, I can't, I can't hear. I don't care what you're saying, so I really don't care what the guy on the phone's saying. And he's just saying the most obnoxious shit. Too. Oh, the worst. Yeah. The worst. Uh, let's see. Make sure we got everything before we get to the end of that one. Yeah, I think this is the episode where you start to see like the, you're getting the the breadcrumbs of Heisenberg and what he wants that person to oh, be. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and there's a lot of uh, this episode is really, really good at moving the plot forward, uh, getting some missing info that we haven't had from these first three episodes, answering smaller questions. Um, and then, of course, I think like, uh, I mean, when he blows up the douchebag's car at the end, that's 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 Heisenberg walking away yeah. from that explosion. That's not Walter White. I think no. like that's kind of like where he sort of started leaning towards we should probably get back into this whole thing well you'll see in the episode that the first episode next week is the um because i went a little ahead a little bit just like didn't watch but i was like scrolling ahead and that's the famous this is not meth episode <laughs> so okay. we'll, yeah he's kind of going into heisenberg mode right okay now. oh i almost forgot about this something important about jesse in that episode mm-hmm. so you're also getting like as he goes home and then he goes out to cook with badger and he's throwing out these batches that aren't yeah. up to snuff. It's like a little motivations building sure. inside of him. You know? sure. Like he want these aren't, this is not as good. And he starts saying stuff that like Walter would say, like our, our customers are going to demand a certain mm-hmm. level of quality. And it's, it's while you're finding. It is like the best teacher, but the worst teacher. Cause it's exactly, mad, you know, it's almost like you're, as you're watching Walter fall, you're watching Jesse ascend. Yeah, in a in a weird way, you know, like he's he's becoming a better person overall. Whether that be a meth selling cooking person, he's getting better at that. So that's you know that's good for personal growth. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Badger brought snacks though. Badger brought snacks and forty ounces. That's what Badger brought. Yeah. And the fun. He brought the fun. He, he brought, brought the, the fun. fun. Jesse brought he's no also- fun. He also voices a character in Final Fantasy Seven yeah. remake. Yes, yes, we know. Yes, you, you you mentioned that. That's your second. That's your second nerd reference of the of the podcast. Uh, third, maybe. I don't know. Third, third. You mentioned Dragon Ball Z earlier. Yeah, that's one. You got the the Final Fantasy. You count yeah. that twice. Uh, you did you mention count it twice. twice. I'll count it twice. All right. That's three. You strike three, Ooh. nerd. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, episode five, Gray Matter. Yeah, this is uh the episode where kind of lost all sympathy for Walt. It all melted away. It all melted away. So Badger stuff was actually this episode, wasn't it? But that's fine. Yeah, don't worry. Oh shit! It. Yeah, it is this episode, isn't good. it? Yeah, because yeah, he goes on the the. Uh, what do you call it? The interview in this episode. Yes, he does. Yeah. I guess that's part of his, his maturation as well. It's like, I ain't taking that sign spinning job. <laughs> right. That seemed like a beating. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I know it, it's always funny around tax time when you get all the statue of liberties out in front of uh, the different places. That's fun. That's fun. Oh, yeah. But this one starts with Walter and Skyler going to, uh, I don't know that it's necessarily defined when we first step into it, but it's definitely a rich friend's birthday party. Very rich. They got they got valet cars. And there's a pile of presents and just. I think there's a fountain out front. Yeah, pretty pretty dope. Uh, and then beige. Everyone's wearing beige. That's the okay. That would have freaked me out. Like I, yeah. <laughs> I would have known if I were them going into it. We're probably gonna be a little overdressed for this thing. But that's okay. Not that big a deal. It's rich people, so there, there'll be some people really close to us. And everybody's wearing the same fucking sweater, yeah. same gray sweater. 
Uh, and then you, uh, so he comes in overdressed and under gifted and he brings that was a good, well, that gift actually turned out well though. It did. It did. It did. But you can see all of it like eating Walter inside as he's walking into this huge house and all these rich people, he's dressed stupid and he's got this little tiny gift. Uh, but like you said, it did go over really well. And then Elliot, who turns out to be like the nicest guy in the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> not a dick at all. No, no. Uh, yeah. So you said you kind of got the whole, you had an explanation of everything that kind of happened between those three. Uh, so sort of, I got like a rundown of like the separation. Okay. Um, now I didn't get the reason why he did this, I but they ever explain it really. I don't think so either, but basically a, go ahead. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's implied that uh, – I mean I don't know that that's – so, okay. So Elliot and Walt and the girl start this commercial chemist – I don't know, chemistry company, <laughs> Gray Matter. Yeah. Um, his last name is Schwartz, which is which is black and, and German, and Walter White. So together you get Gray. And it was doing okay. It was doing fine. And then I'm assuming Walter Jr. was born. And Walter ends up selling his portion of the company. And then after that happens, Elliot and the girl fall in love and get married. And the company fucking explodes and becomes a giant success. And Walter gets to watch it from 20 miles down the road. I thought it was just that he was dating her or in love with her and something happened. And then she went with him. That might be more explained later. I don't remember exactly because how that went. she say on the phone, is it because she of does. us? She does, but I think she's talking – like I don't know if that's why he left the company because they were starting to get friendly. But we might we might get that later on. I, I know that, that they make – Huh? They do make another appearance later. Yeah. A couple actually. Yeah. But yeah. So I, but you know what? Okay. Let's say – because, you know, we have the whole party thing, the gift, the ramen. That's fun. That's a very fun story. Uh, he really likes his – I did think it was funny. And you know what? Skylar did bring up, what is he, eight, opening all his presents? <laughs> but yeah, that is pretty dumb. Yeah, in that front of everybody. That is a pretty stupid, you're, dumb thing to do. You're 55, but yeah, you don't you're need an to old do man. This. You don't need to open your presents like you're eight years old. Yeah, no, that was <laughs> – that was funny. I like that. And, and I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I heard that line before. Cause I never thought it was weird until she said that. I'm like, you know, yeah. what? that is pretty weird. I don't think I'd ever caught it either, but I definitely caught yeah. it. I mean, I was like, oh, that is funny. Yeah. That is a bit odd. Uh, I kind of had to do it though, just for the ramen story. Which yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're, they're talking and they're having a good time. Talk about old times. And uh, it's like, Hey, why don't you come work for us? You know, we, and that's a lot of good reasons why you should work for them. You know, and wow, no, yeah. And then, uh, and then, you know, sort he mentions of. health, and then he realizes, oh, he learned about he knows the cancer, and <laughs> learned I'm cancer man from the previous and, episode. <laughs> so he won't take the job because or just the f- money, yeah, which is offered right. after he turns the job down, right? Um. I, 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 so you won't take the money because of pride. Won't take the job because of pride. It sounds like the best deal, right? Like you get to go back to this company that you, right? Like you're getting what he's get. He's getting offered what he wanted, right? 
Like that's the only like realistically, if you're Walter White and you're trying to figure out what's going to make me happy, and you're dealing with your depression over the last X amount of years about this company that you helped start and you gave up your shares for whatever reason it may be, what's the best thing that could happen to high school teacher that that's happened to? That your buddy comes back and is like, "Hey man, we want you to come back. We want you to consult with us and we want you to help you help out on on these problems that we've had and we've got these." incomplete projects you're basically just going to be an all-around fixer for us yeah that's great that's, that's awesome that's, and then and then you're like no i this sounds like i don't that's know that's like I, being the advisor or something right like, and like I, a and coach who becomes advisor you know it's yeah i do get his hesit he clearly is not hesitant because of his like actual uh ability to no, do it. definitely but I would get somebody that did have like the projection that he's putting out of that i haven't I'm rusty, not going to be able to do this job anymore. It's been 10, 15 years since I've tried to do anything like that. So I don't know that I'm the best guy for that. I get that. That's That makes total sense. But then when you actually get down to it and you add in the other pieces of cancer and what you've been doing for your side gig, mm -hmm. this is the solution to all your problems. Now, I get it. It's a TV show. That's not, you know, he takes a job. There's no Breaking Bad. But you're, what if he did? You're building your case of do I is this a good person or is this not a good person? Mm -hmm. And this is the moment where it slides off a fucking cliff. <laughs> well, too, he's supposed to be this brilliant scientist, right? That's what we're led to believe. And he got a teaching job at a high school. Like he's talking to those guys, and they're like, "Well, what university do you represent?" Uh, and it's like that's, I mean. It's it like he never like a even, haughty question, but, but it's a very fair question, right? If like you created a company, you about clearly science, could be a professor at a yes. You ha you you don't even have to do it. You've already got all the degrees. You just got to apply for the job. It's like why? What's and, and up it with was, Walt? And he's mad that like it was like another thing that's reminding him that he's not good enough. I, I but wish that this is your fault, Walter. Like, like you've yeah. had. Walter Jr. I think he's used Walter Jr. as an excuse for years and years and years yeah. is the reason why he doesn't like go for it in his career. Mm -hmm. Totally understand that makes a ton of sense. But Walter but, Jr. seems like he can kind of handle himself. He's 17 now, or yeah. how old, and, and, and he, he is. can drive. Like, like they have driving lessons where he drives a car. He's not mentally he's not an invalid. He's, yeah, he's 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 not a vegetable. Like he's no, like he's he, a functioning normal yeah. kid. Like I said, and also your sure wife medical doesn't expenses. work. Yeah, like you, she doesn't work. No. So like all of that's taken care. It's not a legit. It's just like every other excuse that Walter White's had throughout these first five episodes yeah. and the remaining eighty something. It's just pride. It's simply it's hundred percent pride, and, pride, and maybe. Not having ambition or making he wants, excuses. No, it is ambition. It's his ambition for himself. Yeah. All he wants is for him to be the one that that creates the company. Right. He wants to run the show. He doesn't want to consult. He doesn't want to fix other people's problems. He's too selfish for that. Right. He wants to do it for himself. Right. And I think that, like, okay, so when, so let, let's talk about. Uh, I really want to just okay. He does not decide to go back to treatment and get treatment because Skyler's sad. He doesn't do it because he loves his wife. He's convincing himself that's why he's doing it. He's doing it because he knows he can be a kingpin making mm -hmm. meth. 
He wants the success. He wants the money. He wants to be the top man at whatever it is that he's doing. And if you don't get treatment, there's only 18 months to do that. If you get treatment, there's maybe two, three years to do that. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense in his brain now that, yeah, let's go ahead and get the treatment. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know the reason why he decided to, but that makes sense that he would do it because of that. So like, I mean, he's so he wakes up after after we'll, we'll talk about the intervention here in a sec. Yes. But so like he wakes up after the intervention and he, uh, you know, he smells Skylar's pillow and he opens her lotion and it's like. It's telling you, it's telling the viewer, hey, he's doing this because he loves his wife and he's he's doing it for his wife because he doesn't want her to uh, be scared and, you know, it makes her feel better and all. Bullshit. Bullshit. He's doing it for him just like he does everything else yeah. for him because he wants this thing. And if you get treatment and you make the money to get the treatment, kind of all works out for him mm-hmm. in his head. He gets to be the the top dog. And that's, you know, that's just an opinion. I, you know, maybe, maybe the writers would tell me, no, he's definitely doing this for Skylar, but that doesn't seem very much in the character's wheelhouse. He hasn't done shit for Skylar other than get her pregnant twice. Sorry. Jeez. <laughs> All right. <laughs> maybe that was one step too far. <laughs> I mean, he definitely was in love with her. Like it's uh, that story yeah. about him, you know, that's, that's cute where he was doing the crossword puzzle and yeah. It was, I loved it was her the day before too. And the months before yeah, but that didn't change him wanting to die. No. The yeah. circumstances of the circumstances haven't changed. He just it just he went to that party and was offered all these things by the the person that he probably deep down inside hates the most and vilifies the most. Mm-hmm. And he wants that. He 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 wants that control and he wants that power and. Right now, his only avenue to do that is meth, especially after his entire family, well, half his family, took away his control over his cancer in the episode or in the moments prior. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the intervention? I do want to talk about the intervention. First of all, Maria and Hank's ass don't need to be there. You don't need to have <laughs> no intervention for somebody that just wants to die yeah, from your cancer. But then you don't get Hank being Hank. 100%. Right when they get there, he walks in that cheese tray. <laughs> so great. Just kind of offering it to good? people. We're good? All right, I'm going for the cheese tray. That's what I would do. I'd like, go for that thing, cheese tray. Like, I know we we got to be mad at Walter for uh, getting Hank killed, but that man was going to have a heart attack before oh, it was all dude, said was, and done. So yeah. I think he does have a heart attack in the show, actually. Yeah, I think he did panic attack, maybe. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah no, that, that that's hilarious. Uh, and then you go through <laughs> the talking pillow, which that the was pillow. awesome, hilarious, right. really that's good. So, it's very Skylar too. She's yes. very corny. Okay, that right there was something that I could absolutely see happening in Sopranos. Like oh, yeah. that was a Soprano scene. A talking pillow. Yeah, I could see yeah. that. Talking. Whole- did they do something like that? The fucking talking pillow. Did yeah, uh, maybe they did. Maybe they did. Maybe they did in therapy. The Christopher one, remember? Maybe, yeah. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Oh no, that's that, that does sound very Sopranos. Very Sopranos. Hey, like, give me the talking pillow. This little tiny hey, piece Chrissy. that just sets off the whole scene, and hey, the talking Chrissy. pillow did it. Um, uh, yeah. We should, you know what? We need to compare this intervention and the Christopher intervention. Okay, okay, okay. That's homework this compare week. Compare and contrast. Yeah, yeah. That seemed a little more aggressive. 
Yes. Places, uh, I don't think sure. they were coming from a good place in that one. No. No, I don't think that all of this was coming from a good no. place, considering that two of them changed their answers in the middle of it. Like Skylar sort of guilts them into doing it. Yes. And that and that's bullshit. Anyway, you're just bringing other people in to gang up on your husband about a decision that he made about his life. Right. I, I, I don't like it. this. Is, these two episodes are where like my actual hate for Skylar starts okay. to like grow yeah just as her as a person not even as an adversary just as a person Mm -hmm. (laughs) like because now watching it this season i feel like these are issues that were bubbling under the surface before Mm -hmm. this before the show started like they've had some issues before and this intervention is just horseshit, man. I just would, I, I would be exactly like Walter walking into there. Like, can I fucking talk now? Yeah. I have, I have the pillow. So let me tell you what I think. It is a great kind of view at each character too, especially Marie where she heel turns, you know, yeah, yeah, give no. you a wrestling reference. And uh, you know, Marie, as I'm remembering is actually a really cool character in the like last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. Like she turns into a really cool character. I don't remember her in the last few seasons. I guess she is not cool in these episodes, but no, this is a cool moment. This is a really lame. cool. She was like, "Wait a second, no, I think." He, and she's a nurse, and she starts talking about like, "Man, that's a big decision, man." I mean, that's, and I don't think a lot of people think about it that no. way. Of like, I think they think about it as preserving their life. Yeah, doing these treatments I mean, you when never I never know, like, you know, my uncle had now it wasn't it was like Hodgkin's lymphoma or something where it wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. You got the treatment. He's fine now. And you, a lot of people go into remission. I mean, Hank does eventually get into remission. Yeah. But yeah, like there are, though, they, there's the opposite where you do have that scenario. You just and you just you just waste away and you're wasting you're wasting away in a, a more full capacity through these treatments. And when yeah. you're given this like. You know, they, he talks about it several times throughout the scene. Like, you've seen the statistics. I just don't – I have a snowball's chance, and I just – I, I kind of side with – I kind of side with him. You know, like, having a pregnant wife certainly changes the, changes yeah, the whole it, scenario. But at the same time, do you really want to extend six months if you're barely going to be able to, like – function during those six months if you're gonna be hooked up to machines and too tired to do anything like it, it, his perspective is very valid on mm-hmm. on that now i talked about the reasons why i think that he decided not to go that route already but uh his perspective is very valid like it's yeah. a it's a very uh pragmatic way of looking at it have you ever have you seen uh the movie paddleton uh, is it that is... Duplis, Mark Duplis? Yes, uh, and I... Ray Romano. Yeah, you know, yes, I did, I did, I did watch that whole thing. Yeah, I was Dude, pretty, pretty good as I remember. Right, I, that's a movie I'll never watch ever again because it, it crushed me so much. Yeah. Is it that Duplis? Movie... Has, they both have cancer. No, so it's Mark Duplis and Ray Romano is like his neighbor who they're like friends. Yeah, and he kind of has like some mental. I think he might have Aspergers or, or um, like I think really all to bad autism or something. And uh, and Mark Duplass is sort of like they don't really get into his scenario, but like he seems sort of like just like a loner, kind of a guy. And, yeah, and uh, and like he uh discovers he has cancer, and um, 
pretty much like he wants to kill himself. Like, hey, I, I, when the time's right, I want to kill myself. I don't want to mm-hmm. deal with all this. I'm not going to get treatment. And he's like, and he asks his buddy Ray Romano to come with them to get this, uh, this treatment. And you know, it's a really good movie. And my God, dude, it's it's crushing. And I was thinking about that movie while, you know, he was talking about the whole mm-hmm. the treatment. And it's like, yeah, it's sort of that the same thoughts are in that movie of like, do you really want to do? I don't know. And uh, yeah, no, man. That I mean, last... it's the pessimistic side of cancer. Yeah, it's the very yeah. pessimistic side of cancer. And, and, I know, and I don't think I inherently agree with it. I might be more on Skylar's side. Mm-hmm. Now, not necessarily on her side as far as yeah. like what how she's doing this, yeah. but her side of you should fight. Yeah. You should maybe try to fight. <clears throat> Uh, you know, Strong stance there. <laughs> you should maybe try to. Fight. You should maybe try to fight it. Just well, like try. I think, like you know, if you're young enough, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I think you. Should. It would be. I mean, like I said, I get his perspective, and I get I think his... the movie was. I think because Mark Duplass is per, like seems pretty young. I I was a little up, more upset about him wanting just to kill himself. Yeah. Rather than like maybe Walt, who's a little Walt. older. Yeah, that's still young, but it's still very young. Yeah. And like, I mean, it, you're right. I mean, Anything how about, old like your parents? parents? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I just yeah. I think having in Walter's case, um, if there's only Walt Jr., there is no pregnant wife. I think it's. I think he's probably on the right line of thinking. Mm-hmm. If they're, if they, you know, like if the, the statistics are what they are, and you know, I think he's probably somewhere along the right lines of thinking of not burying his going to be single wife with th- hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt uh, for really no reason uh, for six months. You know, like mm-hmm. I get, I get that, but you add in the pregnancy, and yeah, like. That's that's I think that's worse than hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt is being saddled with a fucking toddler by yourself for 18 years. Mm-hmm. You know, like that would be I think that would be worse. You'd rather just be piled under with debt, which we've already explained all the ways where they wouldn't be piled under with debt. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Which he's still lying about at the end of the episode he when is. he goes to <laughs> goes to Jesse's house and you want to cook. Want to cook cook um they both had a, a kind of a, a long week they had a long weeks. week yeah a long couple weeks yeah but the yeah that, that call at the end with gretchen is is telling like we talked about it a little bit yeah. but you know it's it's just one more uh one more feather in the cap of somebody trying to give him something that is clearly a large embarrassment for him for people to offer help yeah. which is funny because he's going to ask for help right now technically he is Technically, he is. Um, yeah, I, I think we had a good conversation uh, with this these few episodes, man. I think we're getting better at this podcast thing. I think so. I think so. I think these were incredibly like I, we talked about it at the top. Like I, I think when I went into the beginning of the season, and I've seen this this season several yeah. times, and I've always regarded it as more boring than the other season and probably you know as we move along probably sure. we'll yeah and we, we, we right. don't we don't have um you know we don't have Saul Goodman right now we don't have uh um um god damn it I'm forgetting his name uh, Frank. Frank we don't have uh we don't have um 
There's no Gus. No there's Gus. no uh, there's yeah. no Nazis at the end. Um, yeah. yeah, no, so, yeah, there. We don't have like the kind of the more colorful characters right now. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't. But I feel like these three episodes were incredibly pivotal for the maturation mm-hmm. of Walt into Heisenberg. Yeah, like, just, I, I mean, we we just ran down twenty things that that like if you're gonna point out you know moments where yeah. he's making these it's a five key moments you might not might not have might not have been, might not remember yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for all you ticket fans out there there yeah. you go there you go yeah no i i love it it's 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 incredibly entertaining the, you know it's as we get further in it gets more exciting but the storytelling is impeccable the yes. scenery is really good the acting is out of this world uh just really 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 solid i i it's very enjoyable it's very enjoyable yes it is well we'll be back next week with episodes um six seven and eight how many episodes are in this season nine six seven eight we got six seven eight uh you know we'll see we're doing this producing on the fly oh whoa 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 hold on two episodes next week six and seven we only got seven episodes here pal oh wow Ah. so we're done with season one done with season one so okay so season two will be 13 episodes three is 13 episodes season four is 13 episodes and then five is split into two parts eight in the first part and one two three four five six seven eight in the second part 16 total okay and then uh of course we will do the movie at the very end of it okay Okay. Which I don't know. We can maybe do one little tiny thing on that. Yeah. El Camino. All right, cool. Um, so I guess we got the end of season one next week. Season one is over, everybody. Get it's up. wrapped up. The last time we finished one season one in the short of time, we watched sixteen episodes of Lost for an episode. <laughs> for an episode. Jeez. Ooh. How did that? I don't. I want to. I want to listen two hours long might have been yeah they were pretty long they were long well we're we're much more compact now we are we are smoke monster all right see you guys next week okay uh we're doing this after the fact because i i forgot to mention this so i don't know where this is plugged in but i plugged it in somewhere i think i know we're gonna plug it in because this is a non sequitur yeah Uh, we missed a very important part so you know walt jr is pissed because his dad has cancer, so he's acting out like oh, a yeah. kid would do. And uh, him and his two kind of hooligan buddies. What are you trying to say? Doesn't look like he would hang out with those guys. They seem like. Uh, no, that that seems like a like a, a perfect batch of misfits. Okay, I don't just, know, but okay, I think it works. It's Albuquerque. Okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna use that as it's my Albuquerque. Yeah, I guess Albuquerque. weird stuff happens there. Yeah. So he, uh, him and his two buddies are at a gas station doing what kids do just hanging out and they thought uh it would be uh you know what let's try to get a six pack of beer from an adult because they're high school kids they're trying to get up to no good and they're trying to figure out who they're gonna get and they like okay let's ask this guy and he's like you know that's illegal right i'm an undercover cop i'm now gonna uh, be big boy here big man big man big cop man and and I, get you in trouble you gotta, admit, you gotta admit walt's uh walt jr's response was hilarious um no it isn't yeah 
Uh, it's just two friends run off because Walt Jr. can't run. Whoa. Uh, I mean, not cool, man. I mean, not, not cool. Uh, although the kid earlier did, uh, did tell him, give me the, the sticks and I'll go get the beer. Yeah. So, uh, that was a dick move on that underco- undercover cop. Could have not done that. He that could was have a real dick move. Yeah. To, or uh, to, in quotes, arrest the kid and call. Well, I guess it was also kind of a dick move for Walt to call Hank. Yeah. And, and Hank gets on him about that, which I thought was a good Hank call. That's good what I Hank. say Hank's best dad. Hank is dad. Hank, Hank gets a, hey, you should have called your dad. I'm not pissed about the beer. Who cares? You should have yeah. called your dad. You shouldn't have called me. That was best. Yeah. Hank, best dad in the show. And you know what? I, I was so put off by that stupid ass cop. Undercover. Dude, not even undercover. He's off duty. Dude, he he's nothing. He could have just said no. Hey, he could have said no. Or like, he's even if you want to be a cop, man, hey, man, I'm an undercover cop. Not undercover. He's not undercover. He's off duty. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm an off duty cop. Probably shouldn't be asking adults that. He could have just flashed the badge and been like, like look, dude, no. make a better decision next time. Make, make a better decision. All right, go home. Yeah. But no, he had to be fucking hero. Okay. Fucking hero man. Does Walter being, uh, a handy capable human factor into that. Like, are you just going to leave the handy capable human at the gas station where his friends just took off? Or are you going to, you know, take the kid home? I, I don't know what, I don't know. I mean, I would have just been like, no, I don't know. Well, I, I would have never mentioned that I was a cop and be like, I no, texted, well, yeah, that's the dick move. Even if you're like, Hey, get a ride home. I'll, I'll, I'll call your dad or something. I'll even, so I, I messaged my friend who was a cop about this scenario mm-hmm. uh and he's and i i wrote hey i have a hypothetical for you pretty much said the applicant goes ha 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 i'd say no and leave it alone lol yeah so, that's what there that's you go a move. that's a cop who said that yeah so, you ever try that move you ever what? try the ask ask some rando I ever did no yeah i tried that you did to success oh all right how nice 24 bls 24 24 we had money man we were doing fine so wait wait at 24 you asked someone to buy you beer oh no 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 i got a 24 pack oh nice all right now i know i've had friends that have like gone to the grocery store just picked up two 24 packs and walked out no that's 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 one way to go that's probably that's worse that's That's, is it and that yeah because i can cry you're stealing you're now you're stealing you know yeah, Rather that's... than you're just asking a guy to get you beer, a six pack of beer, a six pack of beer. He didn't even give him a brand. Oh, big man. I'm a oh, big cop, man. I'm going to stop this kid from getting beer. Huh? Huh? So he ruined my night. He ruined good. my night. No, you ruined your own night. You douchebag. What I'm hearing is, is that you, Trey Mitchell, do not back the blue. I back the blue. My my friend who texted me, I back that blue. You, okay, uh, I see. Back the chill blue. The chill blue, not the bad apples no, though. Not the bad apples. I'm not. That guy's a bad. That guy. He's one of the bad apples. He's a bad apple. <laughs> All right. That guy's a bad apple. He's I'm got, not going to say what I want to say, but that guy's a bad apple. <laughs> we already had to dump one thing for this yeah. podcast. So. I think uh, maybe not a second. I think maybe you should cool it. You know? Yeah. Maybe not do somersaults when you're trying to stop a kid from getting beer. Bring that that back just a little bit. Yeah. Cut that back a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. That's all I wanted to say. That's our addition to this week's podcast. Yes. All right. Done.